hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I am delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident time-traveling movie critic of the pod, DL. How are you? We're good, we're good, we're good. It's a new year. How, well, how's, how's the year 2050 if you're a time-traveling movie critic? <laughs> 2050? <laughs> well, we've got a there? lot to look forward to. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, have you seen the movie Terminator? <laughs> oh, <laughs> No, I think I think I think AI is a force for good. I think life will be better. Oh, good, excellent. We, we might have, you know, Taiwan might have been invaded, but beyond that, you know, well, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be the creator future. If if you guys haven't heard our episode on the creator, go and listen to that one. It's it's an interesting one where we basically start a war against AIs because we're idiots. Yeah, <laughs> Disney really wants us to watch that again. So it's wants all us to over watch that again. I'm like, God, I'm getting advertised on. that like night and day. And Disney's interface is annoying me more and more. Oh, it's so bad. Like, how is there not a recently watched from across all? Like, it's it's anything. It's shocking. It's just a bad the amount UI. of money they have to just make a minor UX change. I just just, just minor, just yeah, minor. Anyway. Uh, it's not as bad as Binge though. I'm still saying Binge. Yeah, is the but worst. Binge is not like a Fortune 500 company. <laughs> There's no excuse. Wait, what? Max isn't. Well, part, is it no, part, but Binge is not like managed by Max. Binge is just like sure. a, it's like a company that licenses HBO. Sure, shit. I'm great too. Thanks for asking. I appreciate. Oh, sorry, I appreciate you? you asking every week. You do yeah, it every yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get me going, <laughs> don't you? I, get I you already excited. talked to you about how you are before <laughs> we start rolling. And now you just make me feel like an asshole. That's the idea of a podcast, though. You're supposed to play along with it. Okay. It's yes. How and. are you, fucker? <laughs> Tell me how you are. For some I already reason, know, but for some reason, me. you sounded like American Pie. That like, come on, shit break, yeah, shit stain, skid uh, What is it? Skid mark? What is? What is? There's a movie where that's an insult. Probably skid mark. I'm sure a lot of movies from that Somebody, time no, period. There is a, there's a I am quite one. glad there aren't movies of that ilk coming out anymore. You know that early 2000s humor. It was a bit cringe and Fuck a bit. That. Like, I want more of it. You- <laughs> There's not a, Would you see a repudiation of American Pie? Yes. What kind of comedies are out that are even funny these days? That's a really good question. There's not a good comedy and uh, just got to watch stand-up now. None on my list of most anticipated movies of 2024 are comedies. There I are no comedies. Oh, there might be one which sneaks into the comedy realm, I would say, perhaps. I doubt it. For the rest of them, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely not. Guys, if you want to hear us bantering about our week, feel free. Uh, otherwise, you can stick around. There's going to be time time codes. There are words that I can't remember. There are time codes in the description, as always, supplied by friend of the show and mastering podcast genius words and things. Mr. Matthew Bliss of Blissery.fm. We will give you his details at the end of the show if you stick around. DL, I got yes. a question for you. I got an answer. Of, of the amount of movies you've read up on, releasing in 2025 yes is the amount that we're going to talk about today correlating to the amount of stars you would ask a friend to give this podcast yes there's a direct correlation direct correlation although true to my form one of these might not come out in the year because that always happens so, <laughs> so we're saying four so star. today four or five stars <laughs> yeah. please give us a you rating. guys choose we'd yeah. love it if you do you can do it right on your podcast capture of choice it's super easy and it helps us with algorithms and ais and things that we don't actually know that much about so what have you been up to, buddy? What's been happening? Oh, uh, well, we we did a little... We had a little boys' night. Get-together of... of we a, have time together I mean, outside of sitting in this room being incredibly hot. Yeah, but this only with whiskey. And close. I can't, <laughs> can't stand you without it. You know, Thanks, it's, mate. It's, uh, no, we did a little whiskey tasting. It was, it was good fun. Little... So this well, is a thing that I think would make a great podcast if you think about it. So what... what I'm sure there's... I mean... Yeah. It, as yeah, you yeah. progress, it would be more and more nonsense, which would make it significantly more fun. But effectively, the environment is night, which is so much fun. A host brings three whiskeys. Everyone tries them. And 
basically rate them, right? Yeah. You say like whether you like it, whether you don't like it, why you don't like it. And but if you could imagine in a podcast where there's like two or three, maybe four of you, you're all trying the whiskey and it all starts very comprehensive and you know, above board <laughs> <laughs> you're all just like slurring idiots yeah, that's kind of what happened <laughs> that'd be a no, great podcast i would i mean i would do that for this podcast maybe we could do that for this podcast i need to buy more whiskey apparently I, well i'm out <laughs> yes. i need to Except re-up for the conor mcgregor one that nobody no, no, no. wanted it's, it's, it's now well it was <laughs> I've, I've never actually had proper 12 i'm judging it for no reason we tried it that time on your birthday did we yeah i bought it for a birthday present like four years but ago. it was an unopened thing really i'm pretty sure maybe we tried it a different time and you bought it up i could be wrong I unless know. you finished a whole bottle to yourself without telling and you. bought another one <laughs> another no i think one. i think maybe gail didn't i thought she i thought she told me it was unopened but maybe i'm I think it was I think it was yeah. opened. We've definitely tried it before. Uh in any case, that was that was good fun. Um, oh, how's your new year new year's resolution going? The uh, vaping. <laughs> uh well, we I discovered what were we three weeks in? I discovered one well, that Gil te- had hidden away. The technicality was you weren't gonna buy any vapes. So I didn't buy one. Technically, you're winning. I just found a bunch that were left at the house. Oh, no. <laughs> and now Gil's like hid them away again, which is good. You know, good. Uh, your brain might survive another day. Yeah, we hope so. Well, after that, I had to go to the... T- had to. I went down to no the tennis. Asked, huh? No one asked. About- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It was just, you know. I was filling blank space. You yeah. can't have blank space on a podcast. Yeah, fair enough. No, I went out to watch the tennis that was... Oh, it was so much fun. So for anyone who doesn't know the Australian Open tennis, it's on right now. Uh, it's... Oh, I love going and watching tennis. Like, I'm not interested. And then it's all of a sudden in the city or nearby where you live, then you're like switched on. Like back in the UK, I'd watch Wimbledon without fail every single year. And then I'd forget about tennis for 12 months. It work, so it comes back around. But man, it was so much fun. I got, I, I got taken by a customer. Mm. So I was, um, yeah, so I was treated to it, which was very nice. Why did they take you? Aren't you supposed to great, take them? Great question. What are you doing right that I need to be doing? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I doing gotta, something I'm right. I'm fronting the bill. Well, my favorite, my favorite bit of it was, uh, I, I used to live in Melbourne. So I recommended a few bars afterwards, took them to these very cool places. And I think, I think, Based on those recommendations, I'll be on the list for next year because nice. they seem to bloody like them. But DL, what have you been doing what in the, your geeky sphere? In my geeky sphere. In the geeky sphere. The geekosphere. Geekosphere, been, baby. I, we did, uh, this is a kind of like a like a filler one, but we we did we have been rewatching Harry Potter for some reason. Huh. I don't know why, but they get you like Netflix is like, oh, it's gonna be off. Yeah. But then it's like all on binge. So like there's no reason for us to actually watch it. They just that, flick between. Yeah. Well, no, it's always on binge because I think it's um, Warner Brothers owns it. it. Is. it is. So it's like we, there's a sense of urgency that manufactured to make me watch it. And we end up doing it, but I don't know why. <laughs> you know you're gonna end up watching it. Because anyway. it's all we could watch it at any point in time we wanted. Um so actually I've been I've been doing a bit of Archer, right? Wait, have we talked about Harry Potter? So Which one? Uh in, in general. So my partner yeah has never watched them or read them so she is out she does not she doesn't have a clue loser so we were up to about the fifth movie i think and i just remember being a bit like ah oh, man i really don't like the movies from here on out like the fifth one's where it really takes a nosedive for me 100%. um we'll have to come back to our anthology of that in around august time i think so i was trying to convince her for a long time the books are much better you should really read the books like the movies aren't going to give you the full story no, 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 none of that. Didn't have any interest in it. And then while we were in the UK, I obviously bought her a Kindle. That was what she wanted for Christmas. Mm. And one of the books you can get for free on a Kindle was the first Harry Potter book. Really? And she didn't have a book at a time. That's an OEM. So wow. it was it was a it was a layout. It was perfect. Yeah. It was like an alley oop. I was like, why don't you check it out? So she's read it. Guess what? 
obsessed. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Only it? like all the New York Times everyone who's ever read. <laughs> only anyone who's ever read a book she bloody loves it so now she's into it i think she's most of the way through the second book already how i mean they're not long the first two or three so i was like oh yeah and and you can burn through them you can burn through those books Um, sorry i interrupted you what what else oh i'll tell you a thing i've been up to while we're while we're bantering about things i've done (laughs) oh oh, i just don't know what character i'm bringing today but apparently here's a bit upper to actually that actually fits nicer with my final one we watched a movie a couple of movies this week one we watched was Amsterdam. Now, do you remember seen, it's got, uh, seeing things it's about got, this? Uh, isn't that one of the Chris's? <laughs> There's a Chris in this movie. <laughs> Not uh, close. There's a Christian Bale oh, in this Christian, movie. Yeah, 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 you were close. Yeah, yeah, There's a Christian Bale. Bale. John, uh, John David that? Washington. Margot Robbie's in this. Yeah. Or mediocre. <sighs> Very mediocre. Yeah. It's a type of movie that does something cool and then has to explain to you why it was cool. Yeah. Really? Like, that's the most really? frustrating. Yeah, like so much exposition is, and I actually quite liked it. Like I enjoyed the plot. I thought it was interesting. They are in Amsterdam because they're war vets, uh, John David Washington and Christian Bale, and they get taken in by Margot Robbie's character. And they is this like a World War Two. Think it's post- World War One, post World War One. Can't hmm. understand. Remember, I wasn't paying that much attention at the time. <laughs> it's only the setting. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> I think I came in five minutes into it. I think that's what it was. And then they're having this wonderful time and then it all breaks down that that in the future uh, they are being, they have been framed for a murder. Ah. And then they cut back to Amsterdam how they got there and then effectively it's like they find out that Margot Robbie, the people she was with are part of the bigger secret service intelligence type thing. Anyway, like it's all right. They have to, they have to clear their names. It's all right. (laughs) I wouldn't want, I wouldn't watch it. It's sort of in the same vein as Babylon to me. Like it was overlong, unnecessarily I I, so. I mean, now I'm mixing it up. What was Babylon? I, those I thought those also were the, Margot Robbie. I thought those were the same movie. No, <laughs> actually. I, so Babylon, right? There's a, a hypothetical cut of that film out there somewhere, mm. which is I don't know, under two hours, an hour forty-five, an hour fifty, and it's one of the best movies you could imagine. But that movie, in its current state, it's over three hours. It's bloated tough so unnecessarily so but it has such interesting themes about like transition from uh the talkie you know into the talkies from you know movies with no sound and how some actors couldn't deal with that and Mm. coping with success and fame it's got some really great themes but it just is so long yeah i'm like just get over yourselves directors like give me like a concise move anyway sorry i'm babbling amsterdam bloated too long too much exposition and honestly i got a bit bored i mean being bored in movies not what you're looking for i also <laughs> heard these movies were both pretty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really what you're it's not a great strategy it's not a good straight it's bold strategy cotton bored bold. the edge of their Boy, your audience yeah no i i get it man uh look i actually didn't watch that much i, I watched as I said, the Harry Potter, I did uh, a little bit of Archer, the new season, which was sure. pretty funny. How's that episode. going? There's, pretty, there's a couple of pretty good ones, hey, yeah. to be honest. I'm, I'm liking, they're back to kind of the old formula. And it's oh, that's the best. Quite, that's what I wanted. Quite good. But I did keep reading, obviously. Of course. And I Here am we go. into Iron Gold. It is... Here we go, guys. It's that time of week again. It is different. It is different. Different. Whose perspective is it from? Uh, there's there's a few. I don't want to spoil oh. anything by telling you who's still in it, so I'm not going to. Oh, that's you a good anything. point, actually. Um, I'm assuming but, Red Dead Redemption's still alive. 
the main, <laughs> so that was a deep reference. The main like, character from the first Daro? Yeah, whatever his name I, is. I can neither confirm or deny. That's a no, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Daro dies. The reality is, though, it's 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 a lot like The Expanse now in a lot of ways. And now it's starting to broaden out. But uh, it is interesting. It So far, I'm like, did this, like, I, I'm enjoying it because I really like this world. Dream. No, I really like this world. I'm enjoying it. But I'm like, did this, I'm kind of like, I want to see where he goes with it. I'm like, did this trilogy need to be made? Like it was such a nice a bow tie. Oh, from the third. I'm one. like, so he's gonna have to like really have a theme that he's trying to push. Okay, which I think is fair. Like if if he if he comes up with something, you got to really work for it. Well, if he comes up with a reason why a whole new trill, and obviously he does because he's writing three. But is it going to be as sharp and as poignant as the last one? We'll see. But I'm enjoying it. When did the la- the second book in this trilogy come out? So they actually have been coming out pretty consistently. So you've got the first one came out in 2014. The second book came out in 2015. The third one came out in 2016. Literally a book a year. Mm. His new trilogy, there was a three-year wait. Uh, actually, no, not even. Because the second one of the new trilogy came out in 2019, as recent as 2019. And he released mm. the first book of a two-book third trilogy completion. How do you say that? The third book. The that, final book in the, the trilogy? The final book that was supposed to be one book is actually two. And that oh. first part just released in 2023. He's so doing a Deathly Hallows. He's going like. You know, every every year and now Couple about every two or three. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's not. Gang he's he's going. He's moving. So he's Deathly Hallows in the last book, is he? I mean, he's Deathly Hallows movieing. Movieing the last book. Of yeah. course, of course, of course. So, are you still into it? You still vibing it? You still oh, recommending I, I still, it? I still very much like it. Yeah. Okay. It's still, even though it's different. Well, it's just more. It's multiple POVs, which is a big change. Interesting. And it's. I'll say this: there's a ten year gap. Oh. So like I, I've never actually had a series do that where I'm like where I love it, except for The Expanse. Okay. And even then, it wasn't really done. It's hard to like write a character, I think, that you've had, you're so intimately in touch with, you've done a bunch of books mm. with, and then write them 10 years older and mm. like change them. Because you haven't actually done all the stuff to yeah, make yeah, them yeah, change. Yeah. You, you haven't gone through You end up kind of feeling like it's the same character, but 10 years later, and it doesn't really jive well. There's, a, there's some of that. Okay. Where I'm like, I, or you need to be really poignant if you do it with showing how so he is still alive well there's other characters Ooh, there's many characters this is interesting i'm learning so much i'm just trying to get trying to get out of him folks my loop uh, character's back i will find out you're gonna really enjoy the second book okay i'm excited that you haven't started because you're a bitch that i will start yeah. the final thing i have been up to this last week is now this this is everywhere. This is TikTok crazy, baby. This is trending all over the social media. No, I don't use TikTok. No, neither. But the yeah. partner obviously does. So have you heard about Saltburn? I have heard about this movie. Do you know anything about it? I have heard from podcasts that there is some interesting oh, yeah. scenes. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. So I'm going to be... Do, do we spoil? I've been really objective about this. I, I went into it. The partner was so you watch, watch it. it let me frame this because it's yeah. got to it's got to frame it first so this came out before we went back to the uk and i'd read and seen this is not a type of movie that you could watch with your nearly 70 year old mother who isn't necessarily into shock value movies so we didn't watch it for the three weeks we were in the uk and you know what my partner's like she was she was practically itching she, she was really like, wanted to watch can i get another hit of that saltburn really so she was getting what was what was exciting about it for her angsty. the actor i you know what it is i just think she falls into the hype train uh, she can't help herself there was a there's a main the main she guy's in euphoria away. he's a pretty good looking dude I was thinking uh, and maybe. also it's barry keogh who's yeah. you know awesome apparently got a massive schlong if this movie is if it's a real one in this movie 
But what does he <laughs> what does he do with that song? Well, lots <laughs> of weird things. Look, this is a movie that's based on shock value. Now, people I've spoken to about this have had different opinions and different thoughts on what they thought was going to happen. I was very solid in my idea of what I thought was going to happen at the beginning based on the first shot of the movie. And it turned out that's what was happening, except just way more over the top than what I could have possibly expected. And along the way, there's all these shock value pieces and there's some quite high, well, there's what it thinks are quite highbrow tones and themes. I don't think it really sticks them. I think it's a bit muddled in that so from my perspective, it's kind of shock value for shock value's sake. I didn't love it. I thought it was fine. Like it's mm, hype train, baby. Okay. What do you think the IMDb is? <laughs> good response. Okay. <laughs> all of that passion and that's all you can come uh, back with. Well, here's what I'll... It's a dark comedy, psychological thriller, satire. Yeah. Would you agree with that? I mean, satire is difficult, but yeah. more, give or take. I've, I mean, I've basically heard one thing about this movie and it's maybe not want to watch it spoiler for this movie which bit that he fucks a grave yes <laughs> like, why would i watch this <sighs> i honestly literally that was a that was the one bit in the whole movie that actually shocked me but it was almost so ridiculous that i was like are they just euphemizing which is a weird euphemism but are they, <laughs> are they just like subbing this in for something else that happens like no. I, I couldn't quite tell but no you're saying no. he, he he puts the D in, yeah. the, in the G. Yeah. D in the G. <laughs> yeah, he lit- literally does. Not the G and spot. Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. It, literally it, the, the tomb. I can't recommend a movie. I can't. Like, there's some interesting things that happen. It's kind of Parasite-esque in a sense. It's just not that good. I can't believe it's got so much hype. I've seen people getting tattoos of that exact scene on Instagram. Yeah, right? Fucking How grip. fucked up is that? What is wrong with people? Like. Know. And I think my problem with this is, and like, you stop me if I'm wrong, but I pretty much think every movie nowadays has a pretty short shelf life. Most movies have forgotten tops three to four months. As in, like, if you can name for me five things that happened in the Super Mario movie, I will give you a cookie. Um, one, they basically try and do a job and they mess it up in the very beginning. Um, they discover the undercity sewage system, which takes them to a new world. Princess Peach is basically battling against Bowser for taking over the world. How dare you ruin this point? <laughs> Bowser plays a piano He at plays one point, a piano. All and right. five, I couldn't tell you a fifth thing. They grab a star at the end and they win. Yeah, exactly. I'm obviously being a bit facetious. Yeah. Movies have a short shelf life, yeah. right? And this type of movie that's just about shock value, I think shock value movies have an even shorter shelf well, life. Well, why do you think movies have a short shelf life? Because we have such short attention spans. I think it's a mix of that and that the movies that we're making are not as like interesting. Yeah, there's not as much depth to them. And I think this this falls into that category. I think this will be forgotten about in three months. People in five years' time go, "Oh, that movie where he fucked the grave," and that's it. Yeah, there's no like spectacle alone and shock value alone are not going to do it. Precisely, there's no cultural relevance to this. It's not saying anything particularly interesting. Like, all right, cool. You got a tattoo of a dude fucking a grave. (laughs) <laughs> kind of what you're describing to me is kind of like uh, a little bit like what's that show that the main guy's in Barakia? Uh, oh no, euphoria yeah, yeah, yeah euphoria yeah like great. there are some moments where they're kind of trying to say something but mostly it's shock value i it's yeah. like kids are so fucked up these days it's like i don't know like maybe they are i think that's putting a spotlight on it which i kind of i kind of think that has value it's got some value, yeah, yeah, that has value. whereas i'm not sure what this is spotlighting 
in the slightest. Well, I do. I know. You just <laughs> described it. Anyway, have you, have you heard about any of the other fucked up scenes in it? No, I think let's just save it just in you case. Wanna, I, just in case I wanna really want to, you know, I might yeah, the mood might strike. Wow. at midnight on Halloween to just see some interesting. All right, yeah. All right, stuff. we can talk about it then. Please come back to me. All right, well, hey do. guys, if there's anything that you've done or watched or thought about, have any thoughts about Saltburn that differ from mine? I know my partner really enjoyed it. I spoke to people at work; they apparently liked it too. Let us know; we'd love it. If you could hit us up, we hit us up at podcast assembly on Instagram or the podcast assembly gmail.com. And there's memes and stuff as well. We love it when you do. About graves and dicks. No, definitely not. But if <laughs> you see that to Tommy's tattoo. personal Instagram. <laughs> but do you, do you question, are you a bit worried that your partner likes this movie? Nah, not really. I think, like, oh, man, I think gonna, she's just on the hype train. I'm she'll forget asked. about it. This is what I'm saying. She'll forget about it in a month's time. Uh, TikTok will tell her what's cool in a month's time and she'll get on that hype train. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Not worried about any new kinks. Not in the slightest. Uh, Might be quite nice, actually. DL. <laughs> Do you want to preface our main topic for this week? It's the main topic theme. Our main topic this week Baby. is... A week the, late. <laughs> well, more like three. Maybe. Yeah, most anticipated movies. And we might add a couple other categories in. As, yeah, as we, we might decide. explore a little for bit. For 2024. And before we do, do you want to remind me what your top five most anticipated movies of 2023 were? Just as like a little look back. This might be my worst performance call of anything <laughs> i really mailed it in. i either mailed it in with this selection or i really don't know what i'm talking about because one one of the movies that i called my most anticipated i didn't even watch oh great good which, which is always afraid and i think honestly i think i was a bit afraid <laughs> I, I saw the trailer after like when there was no trailer for this movie when i put this in my list right and then the trailer came out and i was like man like i'm like stressed at work when this movie was coming i think it was like uh, september october or something. yeah right i was just like this looks like psychological thrill. Like, I don't know if I need this anxiety. We can so come I literally, back to it. We, yeah, we, to we it. may have to, because I'm a little bit more in a mentally stable place here. I'm nice. little, the life is a bit easier right now. So let's maybe just, I can confront this. Let's yeah. just burn through this. Because yeah. we need to actually get to the content. Okay, well, oh, sorry. You don't want to hear about my commentary? Oh, absolutely. Just, I can tell you really are enjoying it. I might double <laughs> down. The uh, the next one was Ant-Man Quantumania. That was a miss. Oy. But also not as bad as some of the other ones that they've released, to be fair. I know you hate that one. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning, also a miss. I liked that movie. I know you didn't. I didn't mind it. We the talked AI about it. Goobatron. Yeah, it's a gooba. Plot. It's a gooba. Oh, no. Uh, Killer of the Flower Moon, which, you know, I we guess talked about. It deserves to be here, I guess. But uh, And Dune 2, which didn't come out. So it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was a tough list for me. Uh, uh, mine, was, mine was all right. So uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, uh, fine. Not a bad movie. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it just because I love Indiana Jones. Actually, did you see the trailer for the Indiana Jones game? The game, yeah, it looks. I'm actually, than the movie. I'm actually considering buying an Xbox to play it. Uh, I also had 65 on the there. Reviews, bro. 65 million dinosaurs that yeah, was that, on there too. Not a bad shout. I had Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Very good shout. I had Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which I personally loved, and Oppenheimer. So I those mean, yeah. were no, no wonder I was stuck with the dregs. Well, you don't pick quick <laughs> enough. I give I, you weeks I, to I do pick, this. I pick. I just don't share. <laughs> it's, I, th I thought we were going to surprise each other. Anyway, well, well, I knew this time. I knew the ones that you. I knew it's, at least fair, one you were going to try for this fair. time, which you may have already mentioned. So I've. <laughs> yeah, I've, well, as is my tradition. What's your uh, What's your first one, buddy? All right, the first one this year. Most uh, anticipated. Ding 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 we ding ding. Just, we'll just say it as it is. The most anticipated uh, movie this year was on my last year's list. Dune two. 
We are carrying that one over. It's a carry the one. Carry the, carry the two. Carry the two. Yeah, I should have said carry the two. Messed that up. There was a joke there that yeah. really slipped under the radar. Uh, and Well, because it was the number one movie of my top five. So I was carry the one. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> when is it coming out? It's coming out soon, isn't it? It's supposed to In be March. Feb or March? Okay, it's supposed to be March. Who knows? It might get pushed out. Is it going to theaters this time? We should absolutely preface this, but all of these movies could get pushed out yeah, of course. at any point because of the right strike. But yes, it's definitely in theaters this time. We will have to rewatch the first one before we go in, I reckon. Yeah. I thought the writer's strike was done, though. Yeah, yeah, but so there's a knock-on effect on a lot of the movies. Yeah. yeah. So there's one I'm going to talk about, which may not even come out this year because of the writer's strike. Okay. But yeah, you know, okay. same same crew. Dennis Villeneuve, or Dennis Villeneuve. We've talked about him to death, man. You know, I, I mean, love him. You know, fucking Timothy Chalamet, little bitch boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, who else? So many people. Zendaya. Zendaya's back. Um, fucking Benicio brutal. del Toro's back. What's his name? That's gonna really. I always forget his name. And well, I love him as an Josh actor. Josh Brolin. Brolin. He's back. Brutal. I'll tell you who's not back. Old mate from last week. Uh, Jason Momoa. Well, he died. Shan't be returning. Yeah, unfortunately. Merk, merk, merk. Honestly, his character. Florence... I forgot about his character. That he oh, existed. He's, he's great. He's a badass. Isn't Florence Pugh in this one? She's having a bigger part. And yes, that was so the one I was like, Christopher Walker. Yeah, this this is Terrible like, this is gonna be great. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, but my uh, that's my first. Do you want to give your first? Do you want to give do you want my first? Yeah. Go, go, Rebel go. Moon. Part, no, I'm kidding. I can't even, even finish the sentence. You. The movie, one of the movies that I'm most, Jokester. these aren't in any order, by the way. This isn't like one to five. This is just sporadic. Same. So one of the movies I'm most excited for this year is The Fall Guy. So this is slated for the 3rd of May. And this is by director David Litch, who I... I'm not sure how I don't love this guy more. Like he did Bullet Train, he did John Wick, he did Atomic Blonde, he did Deadpool too. Mm. Some bloody resume. And uh, the movie's effectively it's following a stuntman who's apparently left the business behind to focus on his physical and mental health. But he's drafted back into the service when this mega budget blockbuster movie loses its uh, main, you know, main character who's going to be an actor. We'll talk about in a moment. But it's also his ex who's directing a movie. So, like, all of those things. And, like, there's just so much to be excited about. I feel like Gosling cemented himself as not only, like, an action star, but a comedy star. Look at Drive, look at Barbie, look at the other guys. All of those things. It's just got so much potential. And I was saying to you either earlier in this podcast, I can't remember, or earlier in the day, like, I don't love, like, rom-commy type movies. But if you look at something, you know, like Lost City that was a couple of years ago for my Sandra Bullock and Channing Tate. I didn't finish that, but it was fun. Oh, I, I found it, it hilarious. Yeah. I feel like this could be that. Like dumb comedy, but cool action. Yeah. Like it's got something for her. It's got something for me. Oh, I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Fair. I could, I could see that. The Gosling is like actually better at being funny, I think. Than I think so too. Hero. Every time he's been an action hero, it's kind of like, eh. I feel like this one, he's going to be like a reluctant hero. Like he doesn't really want yeah, to do yeah. it. But like this has got loads of people like uh, Emily Blunt's in this. Uh, Aaron Taylor's Johnson, your favorites in this. Yeah, he is my favorite Johnson. It's a good cast. I think it looks fun. And like the trailer, man, it's it's an exciting trailer. No, it was. Look, I, I think it'll be fun for sure. I, I think that like when he has a chance to be humorous, it's it's just all around better. Oh, yeah. Even in the last oh, one, what yeah. was that Netflix movie that he was like uh, angry? The Grey Man? Yes. He had a bit of humor in that, didn't he? The dry wit in that. Oh, I yeah. suppose most of the humor went to Chris Evans, unfortunately. Yeah, true. Really, Actually, yeah. you're right. It was all Chris Evans. It was crazy all that Chris. mustache. 
one, um, of, one of the critics. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is just something I'm super pumped for. I think it was the trailer that got me. Like, if you just said that to me, I'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, all right. But then you see the comedy in the trailer. You see the action scenes look like they're going to flow. I got a good vibe. Okay. I, I believe you. I think it'll be good. I think it's it's up his alley. All the it's, energy be, I brought to that. I want, I, I just want you to have that energy. I feel, as well. no, it, it, it looks like the other guys mixed with, like, he, he kind of seems yes. to be playing like a similar, you know, you know it feels like, character. it feels like get him to the Greek lot mixed with like the other guys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's some kind of plot. Yes. And it becomes mixed with like movie night. And Aaron's Taylor's Johnson is the one who, <laughs> I love when you said that, is the, uh, He's the the movie star who they're trying to get back on set or whatever yeah, they're trying yeah, to get him to do. Him. Yeah. You know, the love story is going to flare up again. It's just got a lot of potential. I'm sure, excited. Sure. It'll be fun. It'll be one for the uh, the partner. Emily and, Blunt's and a legend as well. Yeah. What's your second one, big guy? Uh, my second one is along the same lines, actually with similar uh, cast. Really? Emily Blunt. In okay. If. There's oh, yeah. John Cran, Kranatsky, or however you say Krasinski? his name. Krasinski. Yeah, it's one of those ones after the C-R-A-N, I just forget. I don't, I don't, I don't read the rest. You mean Jim from the office? Yes. Him. That's guy. Uh, Steve Carell, Matt Damon, Ryan Reynolds. This is a movie, uh, basically after, uh, listener of the pod, uh, Richard Staines, uh-huh. his own heart. He actually had this idea. Oh, really? <laughs> he was talking about writing a script for it. And maybe I should all ask him before we, we po- before I talk about this, to be fair. I've already talked well, about it. Well, it's already done. It's coming yeah. out on the 17th of May. Well, so my point can't... is, I was like, well, Hollywood likes it. <laughs> it's just, it's already been written. But so, uh, IF stands for Imaginary, imaginary friend. friend. Yes, Imaginary yeah, Friend. Right, right. So it's, a, it's a movie about a girl who is able to discover imaginary friends or, or create them or recognize no, them. I think I think what she can do is she can see people's old imaginary yeah, friends. Yeah, and save them or yeah, some kind. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be a happy-go-lucky comedy style, yeah, Monster Inc. style. Yeah. With real, uh, it's got animation and uh, live action. It will be cool, I think. I think Vince it'll be Vaughn's a surprise. Is he? I didn't Akin even see Femme that. was in this. Phoebe Waller-Bridge is in this. This is some cast. I, I yeah. assume they're going to be voicing a bunch of the... They uh, are, for uh, sure. The ifs. And Man, this is... Matt, Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon's in it. Um, <laughs> Sam Rockwell. What a great cast. This so this was close to being on mine. And I think I, I was kind of tossing up between what I was just talking about and this. I think the other one just edged it out for me. I mean, it's going to be more family-friendly. It is a... Uh, this was like a passion project for really Jim. Um, he's been trying to get this made forever. Like Jim. he had, he had this idea forever. And now that he's like successful enough, I think he, I think almost like Richard Stane partially called all these people in his favors. I mean, I can imagine look, one of them's his wife. So yeah, <laughs> that's, she has to, and then the rest are she like from to. the office or, you know, big, big, but this is quite a departure for Krasinski, right? So I'm just trying to glance at his directorial stuff very quickly. He doesn't have that many. He's got Quiet Place. He's got... Yeah. Like, what's... He, so, like, previous... What do we got here? So we've got Quiet Place, Quiet Place Part 2, uh, episodes of The Office, like, the, really only two big budget films. Yeah. So I find that really interesting. I reckon there's a lot of talk of him going back if the upcoming Quiet Place prequel does well and doing the third iteration of that of, of those movies. But like, how much more can you tell with that story? It's a great question. But I think the the new one's gonna be focused on Jimon Honsu's character, who was in the most recent one, maybe two. But yeah, it's a prequel, so it's looking back. I mean, but, but it's just like how like I, it'll still be aliens invading Earth is always enjoyable. True. So like, we're down. I'll, I'll speak myself. <laughs> I'm down. But I I just we're wonder when does it become a bit tired? Stale? Yeah, mm, that like, formula. They have to come up with another thing. To, who knows? Yeah. Um. 
That's my second, man. I think that's going to be exciting. Yeah, uh, think- you've got me. You've got me more excited about that. I was a bit not sure, but I think the way you've described it with all that talent, I think it it's could be, be a bit kiddie, but I yeah. think it'll. I think it's a novel concept. Yes, honestly, it's going to depend on the the actress. Big time. I mean, main character, main Big main time. characters, uh, a girl, you know, child actress can go one of two ways usually. I am saying absolutely yeah. nothing. You know my feelings that's, on child actors. That's why I gave a good qualifier. <laughs> My second then, dear, is one which I had not really seen or heard anything about until I started doing research for this, and it's called Mickey 17. And this is based on a book uh, called Mickey 7, and it's effectively by the dude who did Parasite, so it's Bong Joon-ho, and this is his first movie since that, since then, sort of 2019. He's also known for things like Snowpiercer, which is interesting because it's sort of in that sci-fi genre, using big actors. And you you know I love sci-fi, baby. You know that's that's my jam. I'm all about the sci-fi. Yep. Um, but know. this is that one that we don't know a hell of a lot about. So it's got Robert Pattinson in it. It's Stephen Young. It's got Mark Ruffalo. It actually even has Liam Edwards. If you go back and listen to our last week's episode, you mm-hmm. will know mm-hmm. that he is an goofy IMDb elect. Um, effectively, all we know about this is I'm that... Police officer. <laughs> yeah, he's got a uh... role. All we really know about this is that it's an employee on an expedition to colonize an ice world called Niflheim. Uh, but in doing so, um, he effectively dies. But then a new iteration of him is born with some of the memories he had previously. And it's probably going to host a lot of interesting philosophical questions about, you know, clones and life and why he's really doing it. Is he really only in it for the paycheck? Is he really the real one? Is he a clone? And this, just reading about this and reading the synopsis, there's not a lot known about it. I feel like Pattinson's in like a stage of his career where something like this could just be epic, you know? I agree. I think it's like, obviously, when he takes a project, you're like interested because he only wants to do things he wants to do now. Yes. And I think he's got enough money that he can do that, you know, like with all the Twilight residuals. and. But my point, one thing I would say is, I also think he's kind of dumb sometimes and he doesn't read the, like, I don't think he always know, like knows what good is <laughs> like, maybe, I, I maybe. Don't know. Like, my point is like, he give me an example that, that dumb. That's not a good, that's not good. I think he's so weird. Okay. That like, it, oh, it's not always going to like, skewed. Yeah. yeah okay. his, his preferences are so skewed that it's not always going to translate now. Interesting. Like one of the big things I, I always like thought was funny is that he basically did not understand anything. And of course you would do this, but you understood. Full stop anything. You did not understand anything about Tenant. Oh, right. And he just took the role. He's like, well, it's Christopher Nolan. So like, of course you would. But I like, would do that. Nothing. He was like, I was so confused. <laughs> so, so like, part of me's like, you know, like, is he, is he like that? Is he a reliable as, Is he as switched on as yeah, I think yeah, yeah. But, um, Well, not- if it helps, this was slated for this year. However, because of the actor strikes in 2023, this has actually been pushed from its slot of March 29, which has now been taken by Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. So there isn't actually a release date for this yet, which was a bit saddening to me hearing, thinking that this was going to be coming out this year. I was going to get all this sci-fi beautifulness. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah, it's also got Tony Collette, who oh, yeah. is a pretty Great phenomenal actor. actress. Yeah, She's uh she's in Hereditary. It was really yeah, creepy. Yeah, awesome. I do think this movie is going to be pretty cool. Like, I I think it'd be high on my list to watch. Yeah, I, I didn't know about it until you talked about it. So well, no, well I, I I was doing all this research and I just stumbled across it. Um, What's your third one? 
My third one is actually probably one of the two that I'm most excited. I can't decide which one, but uh, the bike riders. It's director Jeff Nichols. Yeah, right. It is starring Tom Hardy and Austin Butler. You remember him from? Of course. He played, well, he's in uh, Dune as well. Dude, he's he, is he really? He is the um. You know, you know, in Dune when they call for their one guy who's like the baddest ass killer in the world in oh, the galaxy. Oh, he's like the son. He's that guy. Yeah, he's the son of one of the the. What do they call them? I the don't all, know. But other, he looks like a giant family. sperm in this movie. He's got a bald head and he's very because well, that whole family is yeah, like that. Oh, I, <laughs> I can't remember what they're called. The though. Baron. The Baron, but there, there's a name. Yeah, he's like an assassin. Yeah, he's a well, he's like the son of the, the firstborn assassin son. Okay, all right. Well, he's that in, anyway. in that film. Yeah, so this Talk guy, to me about this. What's this other movie? Or a, a big couple of years, Austin Butler. Elvis, yeah, Once Upon right. a Time in Hollywood. He was in that. He's he's now going to be in you know Dune 2. So quite a bit going on for him. Um, this is about basically the rise of a Midwestern motorcycle club. So it's basically a gangster movie huh. that... Follows the evolution of a gang, like a biker gang. And kind of you see a couple different characters' perspectives. It's got him, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy seems to be the boss. What accent is Tom Hardy doing in it? We'll find out. I'm sure it's American. (laughs) I'm sure it's Hick American. It'll be something. Um, It's got Michael Shannon. It's got, uh, who else have we got in here? I think those are the the big three. A lot of no names from from here on out. Oh, actually, Norman Reedus. Oh, Fits the fits the vibe, yeah, of a biker. Very vibe of, of a biker yeah. gang film. I guess my takeaway is, man, and Paul Sparks, man, there's quite a few really really good actors in here. The uh, my takeaway away from this one is going to be how many gangster movies have you seen that are based on like biker gangs? It's kind of an untapped. It's always like a a scene where mm. they like they go to a biker gang bar that they're not mm. supposed to be at, but you don't actually ever follow. The story of people that are in biker gangs. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you I'm get sure a lot of Italian arms. mob ones. They shot their arms. You get a lot of Italy, like proper mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get Yakuza. Yeah. The biker gang is an under, underappreciated gang for, for television. I'd Love say. to see more Yakuza movies as well. I feel True. like that's a that's a resource. That I bet needs there to be are a bunch into. that we just that are not American. Yeah, that's a, probably uh, a very good point. Yeah. But this sounds cool, man. Like I think I saw the trailer for it. Looks all right. It's not. It wasn't one that like jumped out at me immediately, but I think the cast's really strong. Who'd you say the director was? It is Jeff Nichols, who is famous for Mud. Ah. Um, that's one of his biggest movies. Interesting. I'm looking at the others. It was a bit of a box office bomb, but I hear it had like good ideas in it. More Mud. Mud was like a it was nominated for some Academy Awards at the very least. The rest of his uh <laughs> IMDb. IMDb is not as exciting exciting i think there's there's hank the cow dog um i can tell you a director who is absolutely got an exciting IMDb page for my third one let's hear it which is civil war which i think is an a24 movie it is i tried to search for a24 upcoming movies and this was the one that really jumped out at me this is coming out on the 26th of april it's helmed by alex garland now you know alex garland and i do because we've talked about two of his movies on this bloody podcast Go back and check out our episodes on Ex Machina and Annihilation. He also did like uh, 28 Days Later, which is a phenomenal zombie-esque movie. This is like a heady, kind of heady concept, but at the same time, a bit of a biting satire in society. Kind of like that perfect middle ground where Alex Garland sort of sits. It's like, it's a near future and a team of journalists are traveling across the United States during a rapidly escalating civil war. You know, it's like, it looks like it's engulfing the nation. It's about the fears that come along with that. It's about like factions 
and it kind of just remind looks like a black mirror episode you know directed by like a one of my favorite directors this could have happened in the u.s already by the time it's coming well out. i mean it did like, happen yeah exactly just i not mean didn't Civil take War over the whole two. of the u.s yeah, yeah exactly and i mean the cast didn't you know scream anything crazy at me but like kirsten dunst in this nick freaking offerman is the president i'm i'm all about that give me all of that in a sandwich nom, 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 nom. i'm excited to see look it it's different and i think one of the things that always gets me about Alex Garland is his personal takes on you know society and how he presents it are always very unique and this could be really different I think they're all like one of the things I like about Alex Garland is not not only that they're unique yeah it's that like you know I think like really good art asks the question yeah it asks the question but it doesn't necessarily give you the answer Ooh, I like and, that. It, and it doesn't like it asks the question in a way that sheds light on both like probably both sides of a of a of an argument okay so it like gives you the perspectives ask the hard questions sees how our characters do but doesn't really pass judgment usually or like tell you what to think interesting too much media these days like tells you what to think blatantly definitely and i think that this is a topic based off of the name of the movie <laughs> civil war that is going to be super divisive and yeah. if there's anybody that can handle that in a way that i think threads that needle I think he's proven that he can. If you look at Annihilation, it's, it's, well, that one's just adequately vague and, yeah. and crazy. But, uh, you know, AI and, and Deus Ex Machina. Machina yeah. Super, like, who do you feel bad for in the end? Great. You, you know, it's like, a, it's like that. Great it question. was done really well. Um, so I completely, yeah, 100% agree with that. Count me, inci- it's, count me as excited. It's Ryan is wheelhouse. But there is not a lot to be said about this cast. No. But that's well, not a bad I don't thing. Mind Kirsten Dunst. Not a bad thing. She, she's due for a renaissance. Yeah. So we could be in the Kirsten Dunstasons. That doesn't make sense. Kirsten Dunstasons? Yeah. <laughs> Dunstasons. Dunstasons. Do you want to tell me your fourth? My fourth is actually, again, a tiebreaker for Ooh. my uh, my most, like one I'm most excited for. Ooh. And it is, there's not a lot known about it, but it is Nosferatu. Ooh, exciting. Is that how I say it? Is that yes. correct? Yeah. The, uh, the movie is directed by Robert Eggers. He has done the what most recent Northman. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we did. Go look at our episode there. And he's also done The Witch, which is kind of a cult classic. I haven't seen it yet. It's on my list. Add it to our 2024 uh, slate this year of the things Vich. To, to, actually, to watch. Just talking about doing this episode, we've added a couple of, actually a couple more anthologies. <laughs> so movies which um, movies which slid, you know, came out and we missed them or yeah. like slid under the radar. In the vein of Nosferatu, there is that Renfield movie that we're going to be talking about one of the actors in a moment. It's also Vich, a movie that came out under the radar and we didn't get around to it. So I think we can pick a few of these this year. Yep. There's there's also, this guy also did The Lighthouse, which is apparently a creepy, yes. creepy movie. That's on that list too. Yeah. I think I tried to watch that and I had a whiskey and I fell asleep. <laughs> but it is the kind of movie you have to have a whiskey for, I think. Okay. You know, you're sitting in a freaking lighthouse. <laughs> there's two actors in the whole thing. Anyway. What is known about Nosferatu? Yeah, what is known about it? It is a passion project of uh, Robert Eagers. It is got a cast of Skarsgård. He's returning. Lily Rose Depp, so that is Johnny Depp's daughter, I believe. Oh, Nicholas Holtz, which is the the guy that you were just talking about in Renfo, Um, and Aaron Taylor's Johnson, second appearance (laughs) on the pod. Skarsgård's got one of those faces, hasn't he? Like he's got one of his faces. Oh, vampire there. face? Yeah. Well, we haven't even gotten to that, but it is <laughs> it is a remake of a 1922 vampire film. The where, original. Where, yeah, the original is, or it's like a reinvit, reinvituation, whatever you want to call it. Ooh, rebutuations, uh, baby. With, we'll likely have a similar plot about a vampire that is obsessed with a young woman. 
I mean, talks about society. So many things. Yes. There's plenty of room there. Blood suckers. And Skarsgård is the guy with the, the, the he, face for the job. He, <laughs> he was he was it. He's, yeah. a, he's, he's certainly got I hope face. he slims down since the Northman, though. Oh, man. No, different Skarsgård. Is it? It's his brother, the, the one who's in it. Ooh. It chapter one. So it's the one so, who's got the creepy ass. I mean, it's, it's really well, They harsh. both have a vampire face. No, I don't. I think the Northman one is significantly less vampire. Let's see. Let's do, a, let's do a live comparison. You've got Alexander Skarsgård, who, by the way, wear his pants, I forgot. Absolute This giant. guy, he literally has played a vampire. He's in True Blood. Um, <laughs> point being. I don't think he looks like a vampire. He's the type of vampire that would slide into society. Well, that's the that's all vampires. They're kind of creepy. That well, way. not Nosferatu. Wait till so you see, see the other Skarsgård. What's his name? Brian? Uh, Brian Skarsgård. Isn't it? Which is a weird name. I don't think it was Brian I thought Skarsgård. it was Brian. No. It was B. Bill. Bill. I knew it was a. I knew it was B. Bill. Aaron, Aaron Taylor's Johnson's in this as well. You didn't listen to my description. No, I did not at all. Aaron Taylor's Johnson's second appearance, Thomas. Ralph Pay Inson. attention to his Johnson. Did you talk about Ralph Inson as well? <laughs> I know it's tiny. <laughs> it's hard to notice. Talk about, talk about Bill Skarsgård. So Bill Skarsgård's in this, um, which... No, but is, is he, does he look more vampiric? I, I, I'm pulling it up, mate. I did, just got his <laughs> name. Jeez. Mate, look, 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 look at this guy's face. If this isn't a vampire, I'm not sure oh, what it is. Oh, God, this guy? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I get alien vibes more than vampire, <laughs> but I, like, I honestly think vampires are supposed to be a slightly, like a bit attractive. Oh, okay. Cause it's like this, it's like this, the, the story is this beautiful, yeah, okay. risque, like at least the traditional ones that I've, I've, the stories that the I've The ones read. you've met. Yeah. I know you've met the a lot stories of stories I've read. <laughs> no, like the, the, when they're described that way, it's more appealing to me, but look, I mean, he, he looks like he could all, he could be a pedophile or a vampire, whatever you want. <laughs> Um, <laughs> at least he's not a at least he's not a real life vampire. Shots fired, yes. I mean, preferably, I think. As far as we know, he's a good bloke. But if he's not, then we, we hope take he's it a back. Pedophile, or do we hope he's a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> What's worse, dude? <laughs> Jesus. Well, Army Hammer got fired for one of them, and plenty of people have been fired for the other. So, um, oh, I don't know which is worse. Wait, was Army Hammer a vampire a or a pedophile? <laughs> He was a vampire pedophile. Oh no! We're throwing the, the worst of both worlds. Anyway, <laughs> oh my god, this is technically not, though. Just stop it, Tommy. Stop it. <laughs> this is not what we were trying to talk about. We were talking about this movie. Nosferatu. I'm pretty excited. There's no date, so it's probably gonna be late, late in the year. I'm not sure when that's going, but it, it, all I've seen is some images, and it looks pretty good. I just like the concept. Having seen his other movies, uh, or part of his other movies, with. Uh, lighthouse and the old uh Northman. Northman, yeah i'm and which looks really good i'm just excited to i'm just excited for the concept give give me all that i like i like vampire concepts man i do too reinvent I, I read a book recently not recently in the last year george r, r. martin did a vampire book okay it's quite good oh yeah. did you ever see 30 days of night no that's a good movie and the hashtag josh hartnett renaissance is he's new? in that too he's he's really good in it um, my fourth one very quickly then is one, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't think this year looks like a great year for movies. I think this year is going to be all the crap, not all the crap because some of these ones we've talked about are good, but a lot of the stuff that was sort of scheduled to sort of fit into gaps last year and then obviously couldn't come out because of the, you know, the riot strikes. I think they're going to push some of this stuff out. This is one that I think a lot of people might have overlooked. Uh, and I think it looks like it's going to be amazing. So this is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's coming out around my birthday in May. Uh, I'm just excited because it's a brand new trilogy in this sphere. Oh, it is. Look it's, at, the, it's the start of one. Look out for us doing uh, the other 
you know, another anthology about movies that we missed, like we were just talking about. So we'll probably go back and talk about the other apes. And this is like a, a, they say decades, but could even be hundreds of years after the original trilogy. I think what interests me about this is long enough will have passed in the universe that it could come full circle. You remember like the Charlton Heston version where where Charlton arrives back? It could be that. This could be that. There's multiverse. There, there. Sorry, not even multiverse. There's like space time stuff. There's sure. There's plenty of things they could do with. Well, this. I mean, they could. They, like, you would just have to drop a one line that says a baby was shot into space. Yeah. That baby's coming back seventy, eighty years later. Boom. There's your Charlton Heston story. That starts again, and we're back to the beginning, baby. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I've just got a good feeling. But Andy Serkis isn't involved in this one, so it's going to be a whole different cast of of humans. Which you know, it's an interesting move. Did James Franco die. In real life, I don't know. No, no. In this, in this, in this first <laughs> he's cancelled now, so nobody will care trilogy. if he was. I don't know. Like, did he just disappear? So I think the trilogy each had a different human lead. So he was in the first one, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he was the one that like made. We'll Caesar. have to go back and watch. I forget. Them. I forget. I don't remember if I've seen all of them. Okay, but I'm excited to. I'm not sure if I've seen any of them. Honestly, oh, really? the, the the newest three anyway. Yeah. No, I, I I vibe that. It's like I I always remembered the Mark Wahlberg one. <laughs> The and bad I, one. I, I, the I, Tim Burton one. But I enjoyed Oof. it. That's the thing. When you're a kid and you see like a crazy new like IP that's like sci-fi with like, a, a you know, an actor, you know, you don't realize it's bad. You like it. Was he There's, talking to plants? I tell you what, that movie passed that. the Is There Enough Mark Wahlberg in it test. That, yeah, that, that does. 100%. Yeah, it does. <laughs> the, 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 it's almost like the Star Wars prequels, man. Like, I yeah, loved those as a kid. Yeah, right. Then they got all this heat, and now there's, like, I think, a, a renaissance for them. Anyway. They're, they're, they're getting critically re-examined. Yeah. I think the third one... The second one does not need to be no. re-examined. It's, but it's a, it's a work of art on its own for how bad some of that dialogue it is. It does have the General Grievous scene in it, though, which I'm, I love that scene first one well hello there yeah. he's in the second one no i mean the first scene that he's in or i think he's in the second one for the first time yes i don't know he's in it again i thought he was in it no once. i merely meant like he's in a few scenes i'm curious what scene you were talking about in the second movie the scene where obi-wan kenobi jumps down is like well, oh, yeah, hello yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the main the main one come on i heard an interesting the lightsaber isn't okay moving on what's your fifth one buddy my fifth one is joker voila adieu oof i'm excited about talking about voila let's talk about this one um what do plot, we know you know i mean it's kind of tough plot unknown sequel to the 2019 film well we know that much <laughs> that's literally all we know about the film no we do know the the cast it's gonna be a musical the, i think shut up apparently yeah because lady gaga's in it well makes sense that there will be music but please god tell me it's not a musical i don't know all, all like, the musicals they're not just recently. gonna be like when there's a jet there's a jet like the rent, like in the middle of a sh- like please they can have a song or two but don't just go into song and dance every 30 minutes. Honestly, man, I that's what I heard. Tell me more. Well, maybe it'll be good. I mean, tell Joaquin me more. Fee, tell on. me more. He signed on, so it can't be. And Zazie Beats is in it. So maybe, oh, is she in it again? I thought, right. was she? Because she... Yeah. I thought there was like a question mark over whether she died in the first one. Well, she's got a, at the very least, um, on IMDb, they've, they've given her. Interesting. All right. Brandon Gleason. When's it coming out? It's coming out uh, October 3rd. Oh, quite far away then. There's yeah. plenty of time for them to chop Pretty and It's crazy that, it's, that like, this has been in the making for a while, I feel like. Yeah, but I think if you think about the strikes last year, Ill I reckon times. it would have, yeah, that would have pushed it back a lot. It was probably times. an early production when the strikes were happening, so they would need to have pushed it back quite a lot. Yeah, fair enough. That's cool though, man. I'm excited. For the first one, though, is such an interesting introspective into the movie industry because everyone was like, 
It's an R-rated comic book-esque movie. We'll never make any money. Never make any yeah. money. And then I went to cinema with my old housemate at the time, and it was hacked. And it also didn't, like, cost much. Nah, apparently That's not. That's the crazy part. Like, it's so obvious what you got to do. Just don't water shit down. Don't yeah. be formulaic. Do, like, it's a, it doesn't have to have a lot of money. Every time someone does it, it does really well. Yeah, funny that, isn't it's it? It's like, anyway. The, Hollywood uh, always learns the wrong lesson. Well, it's easier said than done, but I, you know what I mean? It, like, I think most of the time when you when you water down the artistic integrity of a like director's vision, mm-hmm. it doesn't work out regularly, especially when there's a big budget. Look at all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Gleason, man, he's in it. I uh, like Lady him. Gaga, as we talked about, Steve Coogan, who I thought was a oh, comedian, but apparently he's not. a comedian. And some other people that we don't know, maybe Catherine Keener from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin. Do you remember her? Yeah, of course. The the non virgin. I wonder <laughs> the other one. That- Good chat. I, I wonder where they're going to go with this because, yeah. you know, the first one didn't exactly leave a lot could on the be table. In his head. Yeah, it could be. It could, could be in could, jail. But, well, this, in his head. this could be all of the emancipation of Harley Quinn. This could be him turning Lady Gaga into Harley, his, you know. Yeah. I don't know the backstory, but Ooh, I, that well, would be that's going to be fun. That would be an interesting thing to explore. It's just kind of weird that it's in its own world, but also kind of beautiful because of that. I love that it's in its own world. I hope they don't try and cross it over with, with anything. Bat, Pat and Matt. I hate that idea. No. I don't think it would be good at all because the tones are so different. No. Also, like, (laughs) I just think, I just think this Joker would just get dicked on. Yeah. I mean, in a second, he would just not, in a second, he would not win. (laughs) Pat about just like slap him around. Anyway. So my, my fifth one very quickly and wrapping up as we're both getting tired here, clearly slated to come out in July 26th. It's obviously Deadpool three. Now, Again, don't know a huge amount about this. It is directed and produced by Sean Levy, who was responsible for Free Guy, The Adam Project. He's been on episodes of Stranger Things. There is so much to be excited for about this movie. Now, from my perspective, I've tried to stay away from the leaks. It's very hard if you ever see my Instagram feed because mm. like, people post this shit. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to see it. But obviously knowing that Hugh Jackman's in it, he's going to be wearing the yellow spandex, or at least that's what we expect to happen. Yep. I, there's just so much that could be excited about. This could be what Disney Disney need. This could be their get out of jail free card. They could wipe out a bunch of characters. They could do Deadpool kills the Marvel universe. They could do so much with this movie. The question is, will they? I don't think they're going to kill all the characters. Not everyone. Come on. You know it what I mean? It might be a good introduction into uh, X-Men. I but they it... kind of already did that. Well, they've hinted at it, obviously. Well, in that post credit scene. They... That's in a different universe. But then I guess you don't know what universe Deadpool's in. Yeah. Oh, man. Imagine Deadpool in the actual Marvel universe. That would be so weird. I don't know how I feel about it. Ooh, interesting. Do, would you want him? Yeah, why not? Because it's like so good on its Such own. Such a different dynamic. I mean, it, it might be what it needs. Yeah, I mean. But also, it's so good on its own. And I don't know if Ryan Reynolds would even do it. I I think he would. There's plenty of money to be made. Yeah, actually, he does like money, <laughs> that guy. He loves. Yeah. I reckon he'll be a billionaire in the next few years. I mean, it's, yeah, he's well he's on his way. He's tracking that way, isn't he? Yeah, if what a legend. damn Wrexham. Yeah, I mean, tell me about it. <laughs> he is pumping money into that club. I just think this has got so many things going for it. And if Disney don't get their grubby mitts too much in it, let them have a bit of fun. You know, it seems like the type of thing that I reckon he would be like, I'm only going to do this if we can really do it my way. But do you think that Disney has it in them to let him do it his way? Well, he's doing, his R- he's doing an R-rated movie. It's R-rated. It's the first proper one in the MCU. Why not? And it's I, the only MCU movie out this year. I'm happy for them too. Is that right? I think yeah, it's the only MCU I, I think, it, I, think I, I agree. I think it'd be dope, but I just don't know. 
Well, know we'll see. I don't we'll, know if they've got the cojones. But like with all these movies, we will see. DL, yes. did you want to talk a little bit about TV shows you're excited for very quickly before we wrap this? up? I will give you my top five. You tell me what you're, for, what you're most excited me. for. Ted, nope. the show. Looks shit. No way. It's got to be good. Carry on. Uh, Fallout. Yes. Excited for that. True Detective. Very excited for that. House of the Dragon. Very excited for Last that. Last of Us Season 2. Don't know if it's actually going to be an action. Which of those is the most excited for? Which is your top, 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 top. Which is okay. your top dog? Top girl, top girl, Not top House girl. of the Dragon, because I didn't like some of the actors, but it's still very exciting. Really? Uh, Ted, no. Fallout, pretty high up there. So it's between The Last of Us and what was the other one? True Detective? Yeah. So... Uh, I'm going to talk about it in a couple of weeks, but we're currently re-watching the first season of True Detective because apparently there might ev- now be links to that well, there's series. That, there's that little sign. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's between those two. Probably The Last of Us season two if it comes out this year. But I would say it's between True Detective and House of the Dragon. Who did you not like in House of the Dragon? The actors were good. The queen, whatever her name was. Just Which one? The, the uh, angry one? The one who grew up. They all grew up. No, they didn't. They were all the same actors, just l- with more prosthetics on them. Only one actor changed, other than obviously the babies. I was going to say, literally, like, only two actors didn't change. The queen. <laughs> like, the queen. Okay, uh, fair enough. I liked them both. The True Detective season two, or season four is yeah, definitely, that's gonna be definitely awesome. mine. That's going to be exciting. How's the Dragon short runner up? But, okay. Yeah. Sure. So, actually, one thing I wanted to quickly ask you before we finish is... Do you have any recommendations for what might be the worst movie of the year, aka one that you do not want to see? Yes, I think we can qualify out Madam Web and Craven the Hunter here because they're sure. just guaranteed to be bad. Yeah, guaranteed. But shit. like, let's just say that and then. Okay. Um, I mean, like, Ghostbusters or Gladiator Two, Oof. and I think I'm gonna go big and pick Gladiator Two. <laughs> oh shit! I don't want this to be bad. Okay, but I do. I, I just think it. You, do you not like the original? I love the original. That's why I want it to be bad. It's just cut cut it off at the stem. No, don't fuck. Make what, a, imagine if it was amazing. I don't want to. I just want that movie on its own in history to just live as. I kind of is. agree. Why call it Gladiator Two? Yeah, why I mean, not just call it a different movie if you even need it to be, be in the a same different world? thing? Anyway, there's there's so much history in Rome. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Let's talk about the Rome. <laughs> you get me? Like, there's so many yeah, stories yeah, yeah. to tell. Uh, yeah, I, I, for me, I, for me, I think I was going to go with Ghostbusters: Frozen Empire just because it's going to make so many nerds mad, and that will make me so happy. Also, to see. it looks so cheesy. So cheesy. Everything's just frozen. Uh, what? I don't know. I don't know. Look, those are five movies we are each most excited for for this year. We always come back next year, and we'll do another episode where we go back and say, "Did we make good decisions last year? You did not. This year, I think you've made better decisions." I think so. I think I might go. I could go four for four, four to five. The if is my wild card. Oh, oh, all right. If is the wild card. If could be bad. And it's I a think, movie about imaginary friends. <laughs> it's like, I, I think that's gonna be fun. The only one I'm not sure about is Mickey Seventeen from mine. Cause I, I might get pushed till next year. Yeah. Fall guy, I think we're going to enjoy. Civil War will definitely enjoy. King of the Planet of the Apes, I just got a good feeling about. And Deadpool Three's got to be good. Got to. Got to. Well, thank you guys for sticking with it. Where can they find us, DL? They can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. Give us five stars, guys. Please we do. love it when you, you do. Know, five stars. It helps. It really does help. And um, we'll helps take the algorithms. We can get. Do you know how they work? I don't know how they work. Yeah, it's basically statistical analysis <laughs> regression. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it for this week. Uh, thank you, Tommy. Um, thank you, Dia. It's been good hanging out with you. And be sure to pass the pod, as we've said. And thank you, Mr. Matthew Bliss. 
It was a tough one this week, <laughs> as it tends to be. Blissery.fm, check them out for editing this episode. If you are a budding podcaster, thinking about hiring a podcast guy, this is your guy. Podcast this is your guy. guy. Let him know by uh, email at info at blissery.fm or visit blissery.fm for more information about his podcast services. You Worth can, it, guys. You should definitely do it. You can also listen to his podcast from my home to yours. Uh, it's a podcast, expat podcast about just moving around, changing your life, doing some crazy stuff. Very, very, very Real wholesome, wholesome stuff. Content, baby. Until Check it out. Then it's been real. Tally ho, baby. Fun, but it hasn't been real fun. <laughs> Tally ho, Thomas. See you next Latest time. Latest gators.